Welcome everyone to Nerds Who Get Laid. Sometimes. Sometimes. We have a, uh, a very strange mix of people in the studio today. It's weird um, today. Yeah, you can hear there is a girl on Borderline here. unique. Yeah, borderline <laughs> unique. Um, this is, the, uh, it, I mean, y'all have met her before. The, this is the one I get laid by. This is Allison. Hey. Is that inappropriate? <laughs> then, I mean, it's the truth. <laughs> So uh, sometimes, and, sometimes, yeah. And then we also have uh, Charles in the studio again, again. And uh, yeah, guys, I am the last of my kind, apparently. You're yeah. the last one, <laughs> the, the oldest last one, one standing. and the last one standing. Um. So what y'all don't know most of the time is that um, in Nerds Who Get Laid, as a podcast, when we started this all up, uh, we all. Nate, Blaze, TJ, Mike, and I uh, had this blood oath with each other, and Nerds Who Get Laid is more like the Highlander films, where we slowly murder each other off and gain each other's nerd powers, Yeah, and um, all the other guys are dead. So They underestimated me, and here I am. The old dog stand. So, yeah. Rest in peace. R.I.P. Nerds. Even Natalie's gone. Even Natalie's gone. So we're going to uh, be changing the name of the podcast to Ray Who Gets Laid Sometimes. Um, And the format (laughs) format will stay the same, except for it will mostly be me talking to myself from here on out. So uh, we know you'll appreciate that, you guys. Yeah, real entertaining. Yeah, it'll be great. Everyone will love that. Because I'm I'm known as the entertaining one on here. (laughs) So... uh, Charles, you're back again. Yeah, that's again. pretty good. That's pretty good. I, I think it. you have uh, officially outdone Blaze with the amount of appearances <laughs> you've had on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, and I'm but I will. Abs- like- I will probably say Allison May has also outdone Blaze with the amount of. Yeah, I miss Blaze. Uh, we don't even know what happened to him anymore. I miss him. He, mm-hmm. uh, well, we do. He's dead because I have his nerd powers. That's true. Um. So yeah. All right. So. Uh, Anything interesting happened to you guys this week? Um, I watched Thunderdome last night oh, you for the did, first didn't you? time. Um, if well, I guess we'll, uh, I'll link to this in the show notes. Uh, one of the first Wednesday shorts that we did, uh, we did um, these shorter podcasts that were like about ten or fifteen minutes for a while. Um, one of the first ones was Allison's review of Road Warrior, a Mad Max yes. Road Warrior. I remember that. Yes. And last night she finally got we. I realized on Hulu that Thunderdome was on there, so well, we had to turn that on and watch it. So, and your three thoughts? Out, no, three out of four. She's seen three out of four Mad Maxes now. So, I, I believe that Fury Road is absolutely the best, um, and I know that you know they it was a much larger budget, uh, better film quality, but. Some of these older ones are a little cray. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like they all still feel like George Miller. My favorite point uh, thing about the movie last night was while we were watching, uh, I think we're in the point where there's all, where where he's found the oasis with the kids in it and everything. And Allison all of a sudden says, "George Miller makes no sense." And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" And she's like, "He doesn't make any sense." I'm like. Oh, you went and looked up his IMDb, didn't you? <laughs> because, <laughs> because he's only made Mad Max films and Happy Feet. And Babe in the and, City? 
Like the, babe two. Yeah, the second or babe, babe three. And that's what the man's done <laughs> with his life. And it's pretty incredible. Well, it's made of money, so. It, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's very, very bizarre to me, though. He's been attached it's, to a lot of other films, and it just never came to pass, I believe. Oh, really? Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah. So, we have that uh, going for us. Charles, anything with you? Uh, same old, same old, but uh, I get to go to Jacksonville Tuesday and get paid for eight hours of work and only do one. Hey. Yeah. So I'm like, I can do that. That's always exciting. Yeah. We're having our- uh, It's a dream. <coughs> are you having a, a meet off? Yeah. It's a NMCC uh, National Meat Cutting Competition, and it's pretty much gearing up towards all the cutters in Roadhouse. They start going through qualifying rounds. You- place tops in the qualifying then i think it's in march for two days you go to orlando do the same thing again and if you top in that you go to the manager's conference in april it's either in hawaii and i think last year was in arizona for some reason arizona is not quite i've been (laughs) i know i know i know not quite as cool as hawaii i mean they've done they normally have done it in hawaii and i think last year the year before was in arizona for some reason but if you top that, it's twenty grand. Yeah, that'd be nice. So I so you don't think I'm going that far. But <laughs> hey, like I said, I get in work for an hour and I get paid for eight hours. Wait, so how many people are you going to be against this week? Tuesday, it's five. It's the guy that owns all the regional lo- roadhouses. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one in Jacksonville, or, or Jacksonville, Vadosta here, and the one in Milton towards Pensacola. Oh, we've been to Milton. We know yeah, I where like that Milton is. A lot. Yeah. Um, so are you gonna win? Yes. Say yes. I'm gonna try. Say yes. I, I'm I'm technically the rookie out of all of them. I've met their cut just last year and they have a lot more experience than I do, so Oh. Okay. Well, like I said, I'm just looking forward for the one so hour. You're the rookie coming in. Yeah. Right well, on. you better win. If not, we'll be a little bit disappointed. Yeah, so. we're gonna be disappointed. <laughs> JK, not really, kind of. No, absolutely. <laughs> All right, well, enough with this boring ass shit. Let's get to the news. Now it's time for it with the news. Old man Hancock gonna tell the news. Listen to the news. Listen to the news. Old man Hancock telling all the news. Don't snooze. You gonna lose. Because he's gonna tell some nerd news. Here we go. All right, I'm here to give it up with the news. Um, so we've had, we've had there've been a few things going on. It hasn't been a wild, um, a wild week for news. But um, I remember, I think it was Monday. All of a sudden, the internet was a fire. I was getting <laughs> messages. I was getting people tagging me and stuff on Facebook um, that Fantastic Four now belongs to Marvel. Everyone was so excited. Uh, big, big nerd-related websites were putting out articles about it, um, and <laughs> then a couple of days later, Fox was like, uh, "Nah, bro, that's not that's not true." It might have. It was actually the same day. I think they they released a statement saying, "No, that's not true." Um, Fantastic Four does not belong to Marvel. Everyone's been talking about how uh, Fox was wanting to do some TV shows and uh, X Men related TV shows, and. Um, Everyone was like, "Oh, Marvel still has the TV rights. You're gonna, they're gonna have to get them from that. They'll trade Fantastic Four. All that'll happen. It'll be great." And again, we were disappointed. Yeah, and apparently that was all not true. Apparently, Marvel maybe does <laughs> not have 
The TV rights. I don't know what that was. <laughs> I know. I was like, okay. Was There's a ghost in this. Studio. Anyway, so apparently Marvel does not have the TV rights to um, X-Men like we all thought. And it's still sort of rumored that maybe this is happening, but it's probably not. Why did this rumor start, though? Like, what happened? Oh, man. I read all the articles. And then after I read the other one, it... What are you doing? It's a... Okay. <clears throat> Woo, that was the weirdest thing. Okay, so um, I think someone just <laughs> on one of their blogs or something said something about... <laughs> Y'all love this. Y'all love this. <laughs> so I'm bringing up all my news stuff on the computer and I keep hearing this this weird music and none of us know what it is. Well, it's from my laptop that I... <laughs> my typewriter in front of me. Um, so, yeah, all, all of this craziness was going on, and none of it was true. Um, it was all just rumors. I will say that um, we heard a lot of stuff like this when the whole Spider-Man Sony thing was going down. So I still, I still have a little bit of hope for uh, for what maybe you know what may or may not be true. We'll see. Yeah, but it's uh, it's kind of weird how like it went up. Like yes. Marvel yeah. now has it, and then like you're saying immediately that like later that day they're like, no, this is not going on. Fox like, no, this yeah, is not Fo- happening. Yeah, they were like, that no. wasn't with it with Sony. It was like just yeah. gradually I, they're talking about it, and then it's like it comes up <clears throat> in the news and on other media sites, and you're like, okay, is it possibly going to happen? Then like days later, it's like no, 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 no. But it was like almost immediately it happened. Yeah. So. But I feel like the fantastic like fantastic four movies have done so horrible like just they've, cons- they have so they've been consistently down. terrible it, i feel like fox should be excited to get rid of it well, <laughs> you know? uh, there has always been some uh animosity between fox and disney mm-hmm. and that's everyone everyone feels like either yes they are going to work out a deal and disney's going to pl- pay out the nose for this or I think it's eight years they have to wait or something. Um, they're going to wait eight years and either not do a film and finally let it go back, or they'll do one. And they'll do another, an, another shitty one. Film. It's, yeah. I just don't because Fox, Fox, Sony was hurting. Fox oh, yeah, isn't yeah, yeah, hurting. Yeah, yeah. No. So Fox puts out a hundred twenty million dollar movie, and they make a hundred forty million dollars off of it. To tell someone "fuck you," they can do that. Uh, Sony couldn't. Yeah. So uh, I I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how this pans out. You but mean I mean, first Spider Man is that what you're talking about? Yeah, Sony, Sony couldn't have done that with Spider Man. Yeah, but yeah. but um, Fox has the money; they can do that. I mean, I I understand they have the money, but the the thing that's just kind of crazy. It's like the Fantastic Four is not. I wouldn't say they're like they're horrible. Not just the movies. Well, the the movies are bad, but. I don't know of anybody that's really clamoring for a new issue of Fantastic Four. Yeah. Right. That's like well, they're super fans of it. I know they have their fans. Yeah. Who is a super Fantastic Four fan? I would like to meet Technically, them. I'll say I am, but it's because of, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not for the team. It's what's associated with that team and that, that part of their universe yeah. with Galactus and Doctor well, Doom and Silver That's Server. what I was going to say. Like I no gotcha. one, no one is. The more of the cosmic aspect of it. That's what I'm a fan of. The four you don't I care. don't. Yeah. I don't. I really don't care. It's all the things that are tied gotcha. up with the Fantastic Four is what is all the fanboys want back. Yeah, because immediately after um, all the things with Thanos, you're like, well, that's pretty much the top. Where do you go from there? Well, if you have Doctor Doom, that's where you go. 
you go to Doctor Doom, or and Doctor Doom's the next big, big. Or if you have Annihilus, yeah, then you have you can run Annihilation storyline, yeah. And if if Marvel did or Marvel and Disney did have the Fantastic Four properties, you can when do you Galactus, start doing Infinity War, yeah. you have two Fantastic more Four. big people, yeah, that go into that storyline because Galactus played a big part, yeah. and so did Silver Surfer, yeah. So you get a lot of extra things. With uh, I I think it's been. And plus, Marvel fence. could probably do a better Fantastic Four. Oh, absolutely. Wait, so right now, Marvel slash Disney can't e- even use like any of those villains? No, no they, they cannot. They don't own that property no. either? Nope. Okay. Those are all tied in with the Fantastic Four. Because uh, even um, Scrolls, I oh, yeah. think as a race, people no, have they, said they might belong to Disney. No, no but they, it's, they're mainly Super Fantastic Scroll, Four. The Super Scroll specifically is Fantastic Four. So even with that, they could do the... Um, Oh, what was the storyline? Secret Invasion and stuff like that. I don't think they could pull it off. I think it's it, it ties back in. They could no, no, use no, legality yeah. for it and be like, well, it's a scroll. That's a race a scroll. That's ours. Can't do yeah. it. Yeah. I'm just saying if we if they can get Fantastic Four, oh, back, oh, that's yeah, yeah, another yeah, yeah. storyline they can do. So. Oh, I was just going with Allison saying, mm-hmm. could they use different aspects, but they couldn't because they no, don't have it. No, okay. Yeah. Um, also, we there were a couple of things announced about Thor Ragnarok, which is coming out in 2017. Um Apparently, Mark Ruffalo, uh, Ruffalo, Ruff, Ruffle, Ruffalo, Mark Ruffalo, um, he is about 30. to final, yeah, is about to finalize <laughs> a deal for Hulk to be involved in Ragnarok, hmm. and they also announced Valkyrie will be in Ragnarok, which is another female superhero, another uh, Asgardian, and everything. So that that could be pretty interesting. I don't understand the Hulk dynamic in Thor because last time we Thor saw Thor is the weakest. Thor is the, in my opinion, the weakest of the first two phases. His character, and even in Absolutely. Avengers two, yeah, and like I, I like the Thor movies, but even in Avengers two, Thor had such a minuscule part in that movie. In the Avengers movie, I think in the second one he well, he was the weakest character. They cut out a lot of it, and they sent him off to do that. Did, he thing. just went into that weird Puddle. spring. Yeah. yeah, that's literally all he had. So <clears throat> I can kind of yeah. see with the Hulk being in there to possibly boost revenue ticket sales but it makes no sense yeah i don't get it because ragnarok is pretty much the death of the gods yeah correct in uh, norse mythology it is in norse mythology in um pretty I much like the end of times for them yeah i believe in thor the comic it has something to do with odin sleeping the odin sleep uh odin force being destroyed or something and everything resetting yeah like um, they die and come back or Th- maybe in that in those stories thor always dies and then he come, he's reborn. I don't recall. I'm not really, really big into Thor. I read a lot of the uh, God of Thunder by Jason Aaron, but I haven't really dug deep into what what Ragnarok in is association in the, it, to Marvel Universe. But so. it's it's weird with having the Hulk in it. Yeah, that, that that's strange. Uh, Valkyrie, perfect sense. That'll be great. Could and they could have flipped it if they wanted because Angela's a property of Marvel. Also, they yeah. could have done that. But yeah, hey, we'll see. Um, we also got some Daredevil season two stuff um, from Ooh. New York Comic Con, and we kind of got the teaser for Punisher on film. Uh, w- again, we'll link to all of this, but there's a YouTube video and it shows a lot of the f- season one stuff, and that you know it's building up to season two. And then there's a couple of shots from season two, and one of them is um, oh, the chick holding look looks like an X-ray or yeah, something. X-ray with, of a skull. The skull, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's kind of exciting because we're coming up to we're almost 
a month away from Jessica Jones being yeah. released, which I'm yeah. really excited about. Me too. But they're already do, uh, doing all of this Punisher stuff, which there's been, there was some other stuff in the news where people are talking about, these are all rumors, where they're talking about Inhumans might be in danger. They may not end up be doing a movie for it. Yeah. And that Iron Fist out of the Netflix shows that yeah. they announced might not be coming along and they're already working on this Daredevil when they haven't started production on Luke Cage or Iron Fist. Uh, but they're doing this because Daredevil season one was such a an good overwhelming hit. Yeah. So Well, last year, Daredevil season one came out in May. May. Mm-hmm. So if season two is going to come out in May of 2016, they kind of need to See, get on it. I don't know if they, they were going to do it that way. They're doing two a year. They're doing doing two Netflix Marvel shows a year. So uh, this year we get Daredevil, Marvel, and, or Daredevil 1 and um, Jessica, Jessica Jones. Jones. And I think gotcha. we thought next year we were going to get um, Luke Cage and Iron Fist. And then after that we were going to get maybe a Daredevil 2 and then maybe... Um, Defenders was going to be after that because that was going to be the miniseries. I feel like that's too long to wait. People don't want to wait two years to get another season of a TV show. Maybe that is true. That may that may be what they're why they're pushing ahead with it. I don't want to wait one month. Yeah, because you'll no. lose. Because you'll lose interest in it. Yeah. Yeah, you'll d- they, you'll lose your audience because yeah. people just won't care won't anymore. Remember and they won't anymore. remember. Maybe that's why they're fast tracking that. There's also been some rumors about uh, Moon Knight, which is one that the I've been saying Netflix show um, would be incredible to add to Netflix. So that's exciting. Um, moving on, this is a complete rumor, but this was strange. Uh, Michael B. Jordan uh, as Boba Fett in the new movie that has no one. I don't think anyone's attached to it or anything. It's the one that um, Homeboy He was the Human Trask, Torch. Yeah, he was Human Torch. Uh, the guy that directed Fantastic Four Trask, is that his name? Tar- Tra- Josh Trank. Trank um, was attached to this. This was supposed to be the first spinoff um, Star Wars film, but now they're going to do Rogue One first. And everything's still in the water, uh, you know, up in the air about this. I would not let Trank do that. No, he, no, 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 no. He's been cut off. Okay, he was cut off a long Fantastic time. Four, he was I cut would... off long before okay, that. Good. Yeah. But how? Yeah. Unless that's they go... just a rumor. I don't know. No one ever saw Boba Fett other than the kid. Exactly. So, so it could. Oh, who was talking about that? Pretty much, I think it's we were like talking about it a couple of weeks ago. Where they could have it as Boba Fett, but it's like just the name is passed on, and it's a different character, just keeping like the myth. Oh, maybe, maybe, Like yeah. the myth of them still alive. Yeah. One of y'all was talking about it. I can't remember who the hell it was now. That but, may have been in one of the uh, but, I mean, extended I can go for universe that. comics and all. Um, also, we have uh, Steven Spielberg said he's probably going to do another Indiana Jones with Harrison Ford. Indiana yes. Jones 5. Well, yeah, well yeah. after the last one. <laughs> Indiana Jones and the Search for the Walker? Hey, <laughs> hey. Dude, he's... No. I mean, we'll see how he does as I Han like Solo. Harrison Ford, but dude, he's... He's his dad now. I don't know. I yeah. think he's still got it. He's uh, Sean Connery now. <laughs> Ew. No, <laughs> From he's not. the last crusade. No. Uh, and in other old man sequel <laughs> news, uh, Die Hard Year One <laughs> has been announced. It's the new Die Hard sequel and prequel. It is what? supposed to be oh, a sequel God. and a prequel. How it is both. is that going to happen? I have no idea, but After if, the last anyone, one, no, if it's not rated R, I don't care. 
I haven't seen the last one. I saw the one before that, and I thought that one was fine. Oh, with Justin what, Long. Yeah, yeah, that one was fine. Uh, I haven't seen the one after that. I, I don't. I don't know how you do a prequel and a sequel unless you're just jumping back and forth, like going back in time, and I. I, I don't see it working well. Um. But yeah, that's something that's apparently on go. So well. they're going. There you go. <laughs> Is it going to be Christmas themed? Well, I hope so. Yeah. That is the, cr- the well, we question. We need to take I it have. back. <laughs> I mean, it's probably why the, all the other ones have sucked. Uh, the third one was good. Uh, I did, uh, third one, everyone loves it. It was one of my least favorites. I just like, I like Jeremy Irons in it, and then tying yeah. it back to the first villain. I've actually only seen the first one that has Snape in it. You mean Alan Rickman? Yes. Okay. Because <laughs> he, he's more than just Snape. <laughs> well. We started watching me, Robin Hood, Prince Snape. of Thieves the other day. Oh, the sheriff of yeah. yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. So she was excited about that. This was my favorite news this week. Um, Tell us. I am a big fan of... Uh, Allison's actually one of the only comic books that she regularly reads is a comic called Saga. Yes, I love it's it. It's by an author named uh, Brian K. Vaughn. Yes. I have loved Brian K. Vaughn's writing for a long, long time. Um, I just realized I have a Cyclops series that's written by him. I've read, um, there was a Mystique series by him, and there's one, uh, Doctor Strange one, that I really recommend called The Oath, that I think is a three or four book miniseries, because uh, he does a lot of stuff like that. Um, but Saga is the current thing that he's really working on, and it is, it awesome. is great. The first thing that got me into Brian K. Vaughn is a book that he wrote, or uh, set of books uh comic books called uh why the last man and i believe they were vertigo comics i remember y'all that and they essentially um every man every male every male on the planet just all of a sudden dies just up and dies like animals plants Mm -hmm. everything so there are only Plants? women left. Yeah. yeah. Any anything that had the male chromosome was wiped yep. out, except Gone. for a man and his monkey. Except for yeah, <laughs> except for this one guy and his monkey named Amperstan. Y'all, I hate monkeys. Well, the, this was one of uh, this was one of my favorite books when it came out. I, I don't even remember when it came out, but I remember I picked up a lot of the copies and. I've gotten into and out of comics for a long time. I think this one ran for about 60, 70 issues. Uh, but I got a few of them, read them, and then it just ate at me that I didn't know the end of this. So I like finally had to go out and find where I could read the rest of these. Um, this is going to be turned into a... Uh, this was supposed to be turned into a movie. But again, uh, it ran for, a, like I said, 60 or 70 issues. 60 issues is, uh, um, is what it's saying here. And um, everyone was kind of worried putting 60 issues into a movie of everything that happened. You're going to have to pick and choose some good parts. Everything I read, the whole entire series is so, so good. Um, But now, apparently, it is not going to be a movie. I was sad about that. I think we, uh, we said something about that earlier in the year. But it's in development over at FX to become a show, which could be excellent what is the content of the comic i don't know i just the content of the comic um so the main character is the only man alive yeah left alive him and his monkey there are only women left in the world there's two types of women 
or there's two ways women see him now, Mm -hmm. either just as like a sex slave or they only want to to kill him. um, Yeah. To kill him because men are not supposed to be alive. So um, there's a lot of these like Amazonian type women and everything. Um, He is just in love with his girlfriend and trying to find a way to Australia to find her. And he's just being very true and just... Is he in the United States? He's in the United States, and a lot of things have just fallen into shambles. It's not The Walking Dead, but... Yeah, that's what I was wondering, like, how is, is, like, like the tone, the setting of it? It's sort of post-apocalyptic, like, they're... Because when this happened, uh, I think they go through a lot of, like, statistics and everything of the fact that, um, like, something like 70% of all pilots are men, so mm. on that day when that happened, that many pilots died and all the people that were on the planes died. And this percentage of people ran the electrical grids for the United States or the yeah, world. Yeah, that makes sense. So like, there are obviously women that can and do those jobs, um, but you've already lost at least half of the population. So mm-hmm. things are kind of in shambles and everyone it's a mass death. So like people don't know what to do. So it's 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 a confusing time. So it is so it's similar kind of, post apocalyptic ish. Kind of dark grim cuz mm-hmm. the reason I was asking was like did does is it going to fit on FX with the well, tone of the show? That's what I was wondering cuz what else do, FX has um they did Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy. They're doing the strain. Is that them? I think so, yes. Okay, then. All right. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, they have American Horror Stories, uh, Strain, Sons of Anarchy. Okay, so they, it was a... They have, Fargo, Justified. They have very chosen. Louis. Okay, so that, yeah. I, could, that, I yeah. could see that. I just yeah. didn't know... If, and all of these shows are pretty good quality. Here's my concern, though. I actually do not believe that FX has the best quality. Um, and I think that this show could be really awesome because, like you said before, I really like... Brian K. Vaughn. I like his writing style. Um, I haven't read the comics, so I don't I don't know any details of it, but I do not think that FX is that great. Not into it. I think all the shows I think that they I've could do it because yeah. it's from what you've said, it's, it's not AMC. It's one man and pretty much it's his, his pet monkey and all these women. So but it's I'm saying the Is main, it like a cross continental type show? Yeah. Um, because they're traveling, because I would feel like that would you would need a pretty big budget to a point, you know. But I, I guess my my thinking on it is is like like you're saying it's a main character, it's one guy and his monkey, and you have all these other women. That's just rotating cast. Yeah, well, unless is they're it, specific. Are, is there are there any like female characters that kind of go through the journey with him? Yeah, yeah, um, like long term. Yeah, there's a secret agent that. But it's not a huge cast like, say, The Walking no, Dead. No, 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 so no. So okay. with a lower, I'm not saying That's FX true. has lower yeah. quality on shows, Most but well, it's they, more character centric. Yeah. So they don't have to rely on the huge sets and huge backgrounds. Yeah. So right. that's more perfect, I think, for that show. Yeah. I feel like FX has definitely upped their game some. Oh, but Justified, I Sons of Anarchy, s- I think Breaking Bad also. Those were very small cast. Okay, well, I thought I've, Breaking Bad was any of those, so. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. What Breaking Bad was AMC? Yeah, I think so. I'm pretty sure that was FX, bro. Really? Uh huh. 
Well, you think we know? <laughs> we don't. <laughs> I own all the seasons. I'm pretty sure it was FX. Let's uh, ask our friend Google right oh, yeah. now. It's AMC. Oh, it is? Oh, yeah. AMC. Damn. Yeah, because it's on the same <laughs> with um, Mad Men and yeah. Walking Dead oh, and all. Right. All right, I was wrong. Yeah, and, and I feel like FX is a step down <laughs> from AMC, which is a step down from HBO. HBO. And then maybe Showtime's thrown in there somewhere. But, I mean, um, as far as top TV show pro- or they top can, production, they can do it's things. HBO, yeah. then AMC, FX, but... At least it's not on like NBC or CBS. No, right. It's something and that is dedicated true. more they towards can, shows. Right. And they can do something a little more edgy. Yeah. Which was the other that's thing. True. Like this would have to be an R rated movie if it was a movie. And no no company is going to pick up something like that to make a movie and then make it R rated. Yeah. That's just a death sentence. So better for so, the show. Yeah. Hoorah. Now maybe <laughs> if we could get this as a Netflix, that would be better. But <laughs> yeah, we're not. We're gonna get it as or a Hulu maybe. Or maybe a Hulu. I think Hulu's stepping up their game too. They're trying to. They have a Mindy project now, so I think that's the only thing I've seen lately that they're really killing it with. Anyway, but that's what I've got for the news. What about what the Fox you, shows for Marvel? Oh, we sort of we sort of talk, touched on those, but we didn't get into it. Yeah, so Fox. Um, has been talking about, well, hey, we're going to be doing these shows. And um, they announced what they were. And one of them is going to be based on a character named Legion. Mm-hmm. And the other one is called, going to be called Hellfire, and it's based on the Hellfire Club. Uh, if you know anything about the X, if you don't know anything about the X Men, the Hellfire Club is a um, prestigious club in the Marvel uh, Comics Universe where many politicians and influential people are a part of it. Very rich people. Very, very rich, very influential. The inner circle of the Hellfire Club is where you get um, people like the White Queen, um, Emma Frost. Um, mm. they, they're they really into bondage, <laughs> yeah. wearing bondage clothing and dressing like pirates and stuff like that. And they take uh. their names from chess pieces because yes. they're yeah. moving and setting the tone yeah. of the game. So you have the, the White Queen, the Black King the black queen um and and everything like that um but it's it's a villainous organization they're responsible for the dark phoenix saga which is a huge um huge thing in uh x-men um all all of that so, lore like, there's going to be a show that's they're, they're one of the shows that they're talking about okay. the other one that they're talking about is legion Ooh. who is pro- one of professor xavier's children i believe I, yeah I, I, i'm i i haven't read up on legion in a long time he has multiple personalities and all of his multiple personalities have different mutant powers yeah uh there was a recent x-men <laughs> series on him like does he have a mental disorder he's, or yes. is that isn't part he schizophrenic of his, okay yeah he's um he's schizophrenic Dissociative identity disorder. Yes, I'm sorry. Yes. Okay. Well, we'll each we'll one of his personalities is a different, a different m- mutant, different mutant power. Yeah, and again, have the different. Yeah, have the different um, personalities and everything, but they also have different, um, different powers to go along with those different personalities. And now that would be a great that sh- that should not be on Fox. That would be great on AMC. Yeah, with the amount yeah. of content they could do. Well, and um, they—he's the one of the big storylines that I remember from the '90s. Uh, one of my favorites was Age of Apocalypse, um, and what brought all of that on was David 
decided that um, the reason his father could not carry out his dream of humans and mutants living together was because of Magneto. And since he had all these powers, he was able to travel back in time and was going to kill Magneto and accidentally kill Professor Xavier, which changed all of history Mm -hmm. and led to a completely apocalyptic world, uh, no pun intended, where Apocalypse is actually completely in control. And for four or five months, they um, they did this whole, uh, all of the X-Men comics changed to something else. Because uh, I had subscriptions to them and everything. It was really interesting because instead of Uncanny X-Men, you got the Amazing X-Men. And they were like, the leader wasn't Charles Xavier. It was Magneto, and he was married to Rogue. Okay, now that this. sounds pretty badass. Yeah. So th- that, but that's came from him trying, uh, David, who is also Legion, um, trying to help his dad out. Um there's another I cannot remember. I'm so mad. People are always accidentally killing the wrong person in comics. That that is a definite thing that <laughs> happens very very often. There's another Just on the reg. There's always a comic the wrong series person. though that has been going on. Um, it's not going on now. It's a it's a not an old one, and I can't find it here. But it was recent, and it just goes through Legion his story. And it's called X-Men something. It doesn't, other than he's on a lot of the covers, you don't know that it's necessarily about him. But I've read a couple of those stories, and they're really good. I'd like to read through all of them. But anyway, those are the two TV shows that Fox has decided would be a really good idea. I think the Legion one is a very interesting idea. But it seems like a hard sell because, for one, it's Fox, and their track record of good shows and not supporting them is horrible. Well, and you're going into a very, like, you're going into um, this... It's almost obscurity because... Well, that definitely, but you're also jumping into, like, um, mental illness. Like, this is a character with mental illness. How are you going to handle that? Exactly. Because that has to be handled well or... It's not going to be, and it's going to be a train wreck. There's a show. It's um, going to be a train wreck to begin with. Maybe. There's a show on, I think it was Showtime a couple of years ago called The United States of Terra. Yeah. Uh, did you ever watch I that? never watched any of it. I've heard people that's, talk about that's it. That's what it was about. It was about um, someone with uh, multiple personalities. I forget the person that was the star. It was the mom from Little Miss Sunshine. What is her name? I have name? no idea what her name is. Why would you think I would know that? Well. I guess I've seen that movie. Anyway. So, yeah. So, there is that. So, that has happened before. But, I mean, that's not Fox is the thing. Right. No, but it's no just, exactly. It's not Fox. So it's, it's just not. It's a character. Oh, Tony Collette. Sorry. Okay. It's just it's a character not a lot of people know about. You've had all right. these X-Men movies. Like, you could have done a show on Nightcrawler. That would have been a lot better. Well, the, you're going to have a lot of special effects issues with that, and that's going to be a much more expensive. But what about um, you have a mutant that has multiple personalities, multiple different powers with exactly. each of those, and you have, you have ultimate, to throw all that out there. You have multiple <clears throat> powers, so you can pick and choose that week what power you want to use for that person. That's why I think it's, it's true. But it's, it's, just, it's a weird character because not no, a lot of people know about yeah. it. It's, it's a weird thing to just pick up and go. Th- the um, the Hellfire one already established in the Fox universe. Yes, with first class. <clears throat> but again, 
like it's very like I said bondagey and yeah. weird. <laughs> um so I <clears throat> I don't know, we'll see. We'll see how how this goes. Maybe they train wreck and that causes Fox to do something. I don't know. Fox isn't going to train wreck bad enough to to kill them off or you know get rid of the X-Men stuff. They might just make some bad TV shows. Um, cuz I, I I did read that a lot of this was um a lot of them being careful about TV stuff was because of did you did you ever watch the show Mutant X back during I think it was in the 90s. No. I like uh, so when I was growing up I had about 3 television stations because my parents did not believe in paying for cable and we lived in the woods so we couldn't necessarily just get cable or satellite. Um so I got to watch CBS, NBC, sometimes ABC, and when I got real lucky, Fox. Fox. Yeah. Um, but there, so I I gained this love for really cheesy, bad, quote unquote, air quotes, bad sci-fi things like um, um, uh, like any of, next. any of the yeah any <laughs> of the Star Treks I love, and yeah. I, I don't think those are bad. Um, Andromeda, um. Uh, Hercules, Xena, that kind of stuff. Okay. Just stuff that's like kind of bad. And Mutant X was one of those that would come on and it was a blatant ripoff of X-Men, but bad. It was just bad. Yeah. The, the acting was bad. The sets were bad. And I would watch it. I loved it. Um, But they got in like, I think it only got like two or three seasons because they were in court about it for a long time. Um, So... That was, you know, that was one of the the funny things about that. So apparently, that's why they've been like walking on pins and needles about doing this. But they own yeah. the rights, apparently. So and they could have done it, but they haven't chosen. Yeah, it yet. but now they want to. So, all right. Well, that's that's what we got for the news. So it's a good news segment. It was, it was yeah. pretty good. There was a little bit going on. There, it didn't seem like a whole lot. But once you jumped into it, I'm I'm still really excited about that. Why the last man? I hope that comes across mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. works out. So. Yeah. All right. We're gonna. We're going to go to a commercial break. We're going to go to a, a s- intro song break, and then we're going to come back and... A break. That's sort of a break. Right? Okay. Well, welcome back. Um, since we have a lady on the show, and we always hello, talk about hello. boy nerd things, we're going to talk about movies today. But we're going to talk about girl movies that we can actually watch that we're like we enjoy, we like them. And by we, doable you chick mean flicks. We mean yeah, doable chick flicks. That me and Charles. Uh, <laughs> okay. who, yeah, that didn't sound right when I said <laughs> it. Yeah. <laughs> What's that game? Uh, kill one, marry one, date one. No. Uh, yeah. Well, sort of. Something. Mary Boff kill or Mary yeah. Fuck kill. Yeah. yeah. I was actually playing that the other day at work. <laughs> anyway, we're not doing that. But <laughs> we are going to talk about girl <laughs> movies, and uh, Allison's going to like kind of walk us through some of these, I guess, and we'll uh, or and we'll just kind of talk about because I know Charles, one that you really like, and I enjoy. I enjoy this director. Uh, you're a big fan of Moulin Rouge. Yes. I saw it in theaters when it came out a long time ago. It was oh, it was beautiful. Which um, yeah, the it's one of those movies that is very, very, very stylized. Um, What was it about Baz Luhrmann? Yeah, Mm -hmm. and all of his stuff is 
like that because yeah. he's also the one that did um, the Romeo and Juliet that was the more modern. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and he recently did Gatsby, The Great Gatsby, and I have not seen that. Was that not him? I don't know. If it was, I haven't seen it okay. yet. Um, but yeah, tell us a little bit about that and why that's one of the, one of the ones you, you love. I guess I have to say it was probably my... It was Ewan McGregor. That's why I fell in love with it. The guy's just a Your sexy beast. Yes. Uh, him and JGL. I know. JGL's classy. my yes. celebrity classy, boyfriend. But so it was, I think the reason I was really interested in seeing it was... I believe there's a movie McGregor had done, I think, mid or late... 90s uh, Lifeless Ordinary I believe it was Cameron Diaz and also but he <laughs> sang in that movie and I liked his voice and then Moulin Rouge when it comes out I was like saw the previous one I'm like okay this looks like it'd be interesting and when I found out all the actors were actually singing themselves in the movie I fell in love it's pretty impressive it was so beautiful well and I think Moulin Rouge is so great because they were able to um, really modernize a musical um, mm-hmm. because that's, I don't think that's really an easy task. And obviously they were using modern music, um, yeah, that was, modern-ish music. It wasn't it wasn't show tuny. Well, one of the criticisms I heard from it when I told people that was like one of my favorite musicals and it was really what got me to musicals, they're like, a musical has original work. The songs are original for that piece and there was really no original songs in that. I thought yeah. that was part of the like I thought that was part of the genius of that. Oh yeah. Because right. it was a musical for people who didn't like musicals. You just said Yeah. That's what got you into musicals. Oh yeah. Because it was all pop uh, loosely using um pop tunes. It was recognizable. It, recognizable music. stuff because yeah. there were Beatles songs in it and Nirvana and oh, stuff. That like was that. so good when yeah. they did a Nirvana song at the beginning. That's hilarious. But Elton it was, John. Yeah, Elton John. Oh, that was so good. Yeah. 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 Like um, I even I even bought the soundtrack for it, but it's just I had the soundtrack too. And it was funny, like I grew up, I was the middle child of two girl with two girls. My sisters do not like that movie. Really, my mom's not a fan of it. I love it. I've watched it numerous times. I've disturbed my neighbors above me, <laughs> singing it, to singing, the soundtrack. just singing along. No, just singing along to the movie, just watching it, saying some of the lines, and then when the songs start coming up, just start singing my ass off. I just I love it. It's. It does a great chick flick, and this guy proves it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. So, what, Allison, what else you... Um, what are well, some others I'll that you I'll talk about would, some movies that... The girly movies, chick and flicks that I really love. I love Clueless. I think Clueless is one of... It, probably one of the best movies I've ever seen. Um, I've been watching it since about 1995, and I've probably <laughs> seen it, you know... At least fifty or sixty times. Stacy Dash, Alicia Silverstone, they were mm-hmm. so gorgeous, and Paul Rudd in it too. That was great. Paul Rudd, yes. I always forget that Ant Man was in it. Wah, he was wah. more than Ant Man. Yeah, let's. I I I've seen that movie once. It is definitely I, I saw parts of it. It was definitely a nineties movie. Um, You've never seen the whole thing. No, I've seen the whole thing. I'd also just kind of seen parts of it here and there before. I saw the whole thing like a year or two ago. Okay. It was on Netflix and Allison was like, oh my God, we're watching this. And I was like, okay, well, we can watch this. If you Um, had seen it when it came out, it would have been. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I think that if it was something I saw then, it would have, I would have been, okay, I get it. Okay. 
I gotta but, go to the quad. My my cranberry CD's gone. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I think one of the reasons I love it though is because it is so incredibly '90s, and it oh, still yeah. is. It like it kind of still holds its own because it, it does. is it was so dated when it was made. It was made to be '90s. Yeah, it was made mm-hmm. to be 1995. Yeah, they weren't pretending like it was anything else. Yeah. Um, another one I think is great is The Devil Wears Prada. I actually with Anne Hath- Hathaway. I, I've and seen Meryl most Streep. of yeah Meryl Streep. I think she's great in that. Um, Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway, yeah. No, uh, Meryl. Oh, um, she is amazing. But I have only seen. I've seen. All of that except for the ending. I don't know how that film ended. Really? Yeah, I have no idea how it ended. Um, but yeah, I like I like that movie. So, have you seen it, Charles? No, you've never That's seen why I'm it. Just okay, well, my head you cause... probably should. Uh, mean Girls. Oh, Mean, mean Girls is the two thousands version of, <laughs> of Clueless. Of Clueless, I feel like. Um, I like Mean Girls. Rachel McAdams I, uh, is so good in it. Loho. Loho's not crazy yet. No, and she was still cute. She yeah, was so cute. 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 Say cute because she was very young at that time. She was cute. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's. I think Mean Girls is a movie I could probably watch any day. <clears throat> I'm never going to be mad about yeah. watching Mean Girls. Um, One that I want to throw out there. This has been one of my favorites for a long time. Um, and... I know a lot of girls act like they like this film, but have never actually seen it. I actually have two that I can talk about right now. Uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Uh, I love yes. Breakfast at Tiffany's. Audrey Hepburn. Audrey yes. Hepburn. Um, and uh, I remember watching Breakfast at Tiffany's when I was probably uh, maybe eight, nine, or ten years old at my friend Whitney's grandmother's house, um, and we would just play dress up and watch Breakfast at Tiffany's. Um, and I just loved it so much and yeah. still love it. I could still watch that anytime. I, I love it. Like I, it's one of those older films. I didn't watch again, three, three TV stations. We didn't have DVDs yep. as much <laughs> back when I was a kid, you had to go to video house and maybe rent a VCR <laughs> or a beta. Um, so th- this stuff wasn't as accessible until um, it was video world. There was also video house. There was Video World and Aardvark Video. I remember Aardvark. I don't remember <laughs> Video, video I House. I remember yeah. Aardvark Video. Um, but so this one wasn't as accessible until uh, unless you had like um, cable and you could see it on cable mm-hmm. or you had the like the when DVDs came out. But um, I watched this because I went through this thing where I wanted to watch all the top films on IMDb before IMDb was like a big deal. Um, and I watched this one and I just, I thought it was fabulous. And I got into, I read, I actually bought the novel and read the, cause it's by um, Truman Capote, who's famous for in cold blood and stuff like that. And it's, this is kind of a weird thing for him. Uh, as far as I know about his writing, what I've read. Um, but it was it was a completely beautiful film. Um, definitely one of those where I'm like, okay, I get Audrey Hepburn now. Or yeah, um, I, and I think you're right in saying that a lot of people just act like they like the movie because they like the idea of Breakfast at Tiffany's and they like the um, the very iconic picture of Audrey Hepburn 
um, in her well, pearls and her bun. Um, and but I, think, I have known many females who kind of act like they love this movie or that they love Audrey Hepburn and yet have never seen it. Well, and I think a lot of a lot of and she's girls, such a tragic character. Yeah, I you think know? they think that she's such a individual and such a um, um, like you know she's one of those I can do it all my own type people that's what they think she is but she's not but she's not she's right. a completely tragic character and everything and it's a very sad film but it's a beautiful film yeah um the other one i was gonna say is casablanca um i think a lot of people um, act like they nope. love casablanca i don't love casablanca oh i i think never, it's a beautiful film never seen it um, i've only seen it once and i didn't love it really Okay. I know, well, I know you're very I disappointed. I must be in the minority here, but uh, I think it is a beautiful film and definitely worth watching. Uh, I don't know if I would necessarily 100% call it a chick flick, but people always talk it's about how romantic, romantic it is. Um, but I think it is a great, great, great film. Um, a chick flick I would like to talk about is 10 Things I Hate About You. R.I.P. S- starring the late, great Heath Ledger. Joker and Robin were classmates. <laughs> <laughs> that's, um, that's true. That's really funny because JGL is also mm-hmm. um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt in yeah. 10 Things I Hate About You. I love that movie. I think it's um, it's romantic, but it's not super girly. I think any male can appreciate that one. Yeah, it, it's definitely one that you can watch. Like, you can watch it with a girl and just be like... I mean, I can watch this. This is, <laughs> this is not bad. He's gonna sing that that song that that mm-hmm. that Warner Brothers frog will sing. Okay, I'm, I'm cool <laughs> with that. I can do that. Um, yeah, I, I was totally. I, I I remember watching that when it came out, which was probably the two, early 2000s, maybe the late 90s. Yeah. Uh, which means I was in my early 20s at the most, and I probably watched it by myself. So. Oh. Not by myself, but like a girl didn't make me watch it. Right. Um, I, I think another one that I really enjoy that I don't even know if you would consider this a, well, you would consider this a chick flick, but Steel Magnolias. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's absolutely a chick flick. That, But that's <laughs> a is. chick flick. Absolutely. Um, that's like a chick flick that has been injected <laughs> completely with so much estrogen um, <laughs> that it's hard. Um, I think it's hard for guys to definitely like in any way I've connect never, with it. I've never been like, I need to. I want to watch something. <laughs> Let me watch Still Magnolias. Yeah, like I said, middle child of two sisters and my mom being there, I was pretty much that was forced upon me. In my childhood, I, I feel like if you come across it like flipping through channels, and you're as a dude, stop and watch it. Like, there's a danger you're gonna grow boobs while you watch it. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's a good film, um, and it has some. I, I mean, um, Dolly's in it, Julia Dolly's Roberts in it. in it. Yes, um, it's Sally th- Field. Sally Field. There, there are great actresses in it, and it is a good movie. I, I've definitely seen it once or twice in my now, life. That would seem more like. I wouldn't consider that a chick flick, but more a female-centric movie. Because like Fried Green Tomatoes, it falls in the same category. It's not a yeah, chick absolutely. flick, but it's female-centric. I've never seen Fried Green Tomatoes. Well, I'm, I'm just throwing that out as... It's good, but I'm just throwing that out as like... 
it Steel Magnolias doesn't really feel like a chick flick. I, I feel like in the air quotes of chick flick, uh, no, but girl movies and yeah, movies as a girl girls, movie, yeah. Because what's the uh, terms of endearment or something like that? Isn't that another chick flick I that's kind of like never that? Never seen it. Anyway, I know that Steel Magnolias is kind of a roller coaster of a movie simply because there is. Um, you know, a wedding, births, deaths. I yeah. mean, it's just every emotion you can experience. Yeah. Um, it's not like a like a happy movie, really. Yeah. Yeah. It's it. I don't know if it's a feel good movie. It seems to me like it's, it's a Southern movie. Life, which yeah. is a feel good. <laughs> no, 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 no. It seems it like a movie life. that girls yeah. like to sit down and eat a pint of ice cream and just watch. Uh, yeah, I could. Yeah. 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 I mean, I can agree with that. But it's like it's it. I, I understand now. It's more. It's Southern Living. It's it's down home. It's it's mm-hmm. very relatable. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. So, Especially to us. Uh, yeah, like how you're saying, it's live. like a roller coaster, a wedding, death. It doesn't seem like it ends happy, but it's that's life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it it fits. I think. I d- yeah, I agree. Point. <laughs> and I think you were trying to talk about um, Tom Hanks, a Tom Hanks film. Also, earlier. <laughs> well, I Which love one? Which You've one? Got Mail. Okay. I'm going to say, if you're going to bring up You've Got Mail, I have to say, I think the better one is Sleepless in Seattle. And I'm going to have to disagree. Uh, what about When Harry Met Sally? I love When Harry Met Sally. I, it's okay, but I think You've Got Mail is my favorite. Yeah. Um, when Harry Met Sally's Billy Crystal and Beth. Yeah, it's a complete. That's what I was gonna say. When Harry Met Sally is a completely different guy, but it is a great movie. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I I think Sleepless <laughs> in Seattle is much much better than. I've just never been a fan of You've Got Mail. Um, I think it's really 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 dated now with the AOL Clean, stuff. But in everything. a great way. Well, maybe. Um, but Do yeah. Do you know I, who else is in You've Got Mail? Meg Ryan. Dave Chappelle. What? Remember, Dave Chappelle is Tom Hanks' BFF. No, I did not know. That. I haven't seen the movie in. T- Greg Kinnear also. I love <gasps> Greg Kinnear. Yeah. Okay. You've got mail. Is I'm going to call this as a chick flick, even though I don't think it is. Is as good as it gets. I've never seen as good as it gets. Is that where old people have sex? No. Yes, it no, is. No, no, um, no, no. Yeah, as good as it gets. Can't. Yes, it is. It's the Jack Nicholson <laughs> Helen Hunt film. It's a good movie. Because um, you said Greg Kinnear, that that brought that back to my mind. <gasps> Do you know what that just reminded me of? Um, I believe it's like Helen seven degrees Hunt of separation is in a Mel Gibson movie called What Women Want. Yes, yes. and it's terrible. <laughs> He can he can like hear what women are thinking. Yeah, is he's that going right? crazy. That was funny. Yeah, that's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Is, <laughs> is Empire Records a girl movie? Because the only people that I, I know that are so. really really into it are usually girls. I don't think. So I don't. I know. think Empire Records is just kind of a teenage movie. I wouldn't call it a, a girly movie. Hmm. What about uh, what's his name? Uh, Serendipity. Gosh, what's that guy? John, John Cusack. John Cusack. What about Say some, anything? some Cusack films? Say yeah, anything? Maybe. Now, if we're going to get into eighties movies, okay. um, I feel like we're moving into like teen movies. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like Say Anything can kind of go into the same category as Pretty in Pink, Sixteen Candles, yeah. that kind of thing. And I and I like those movies and I guess some people can consider them like chick flicks, but I think you can 
Well, and I, I don't think they have to be. Because some, some rom-coms can go either way. Like, Almost Famous is sort of considered a rom-com. Almost Famous is But Almost Famous is one of rom-com. my favorite films. It's actually considered that. Um, Absolutely High not. Fidelity. Yes. I don't think of High Fidelity as being a, a, a chick, chick flick. flick. Or really that much of a rom-com. I, yeah, well, I think we're starting to go into the rom-com because that's... Because, like, chick flick, can be chick flicks. That's a chick flick. Yeah. But 27 now we're, dresses. And now we're going 27 into... 27 dresses, also a terrible chick flick. Horrible movie. One I've actually seen movies. that one. Now, I actually just watched Bridget Jones' Diary for the first time a couple of months ago when uh, you two were probably playing hero clicks. Probably. Um, and I really liked it. I thought it was really good. And it's dated, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't sure. like that girl. Renee Who is Zellweger. Renee Zellweger. No, like um, Little Women. <coughs> oh, gosh, no. That's one of my favorite movies in the world. That's one of my least Winona favorite movies Ryder, in the world. Kristen Dunst. It's wonderful. Claire Danes is in Little Women. She plays Beth. She dies. I only like so called my so called life. Yeah. Jared Leto. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thirty seconds to Mars. <laughs> now we're just playing the name of so- yeah, the name word of game. movie. <laughs> uh, okay, he's yeah. He's my MCM. <laughs> um, earlier, Charles brought up Sweet Home Alabama. Yes, I think that's a good one. Yes, I was never into that one. Shut your mouth, Ray. But I also think that <laughs> it's very similar to. Um, it's not, but it is. It's one of those that I feel like maybe they came out at the same time. Maybe they didn't, but um, as Elizabethtown, it seems very <gasps> similar to that one. Oh, oh and no, I no, really no, no, like no, 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 no. Elizabethtown has more of a depressing tone to that. Sweet Home Alabama oh, yeah. is not. That goes back to the Steel Magnolias, yeah. sweet Southern mm-hmm. life, because um, Reese Witherspoon, nothing she's to do with tennis shoes. Yeah, Reese Witherspoon is um, like a designer or something in New York mm-hmm. and is engaged, but has to go back home to Alabama to get divorced from her first husband and, and then falls in so love with sweet. him again. Why you want to kiss me or why you want to marry me so I can kiss you anytime I want? Yeah, it's cute. It's I don't, so good. Actually, now that y'all are talking about it, I don't think Maybe. I've ever seen that. Dude, it's good. It. Yeah, I think that was one that, uh, again, Elizabethtown seems to be what I would think that film would be about. So no, no. I, I think I like Elizabethtown, but I don't think, uh, no. They're not the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Elizabethtown is like the the beginning of uh, Manic Pixie Dream Girl yeah. kind of situation. Another film that I, I think it would be a chick flick that I'm really into, um, used to watch all the time because you said uh, Manic Pixie Dream Girl, mm-hmm. uh, Amelie, which is a, yeah. a, a, um, a French, French film. film that uh, it was probably the first time I ever watched a foreign movie and was like, oh, this is my favorite movie right now. Um, the, the Just visually, the whole Starring film. Starring Audrey Tattoo. Yeah, Audrey Tattoo, who was in the... Um, oh, gosh. what he, we, ooh, The films about de- angels and demons and... Right. Da Vinci Code. Da Vinci Hanks. Code. Yeah. Tom Hanks. I'm trying to bring yeah. up Tom Hanks again. Uh, she was in those films with him. Uh, this was way earlier in her career. And it's just kind of a magical, weird film. Uh, when they introduce a character, they tell what the character likes and what the character hates. There's a narrator. Yeah, There's a narrator. Um, but the narration, I feel like, is done really well. Because most of the time, I'm going to hate a narrator. Um 
but I think that one and Breakfast at Tiffany's were for me. Th- those two characters were very similar. I think. Yeah, um, Amelie is great. Um, I think if you've ever would you watched, consider that a chick flick? <clears throat> I would just consider it a foreign film. Okay. <laughs> um, what if you lived in France? <laughs> if I lived in France, I would maybe <coughs> consider it a chick flick. But I think Amelie. Um, if you haven't seen that movie, you should really, really watch it and don't be turned off by the subtitles. Yeah. Because I know that sometimes um, we actually have subtitles on everything we watch. But a I'm lot of people and are. Too many rock and roll bands <laughs> and I can't hear. <laughs> but a lot of people are distracted <laughs> by them. But just just power through because it's a really good film. No, it's a it's a beautiful film and it's very interesting the way the way it happens mm-hmm. so yeah any other last last minute chick flicks that, that what, well, what i'm you, surprised what, you didn't bring up pretty woman pretty woman uh, well here's the thing almost any julia roberts film i'm gonna be into um so we can I just lay them all out i definitely had a crush on her when i was a kid uh, give us the top five if you haven't watched off the top of your head i'm gonna put you on the spot chick flicks dudes need to watch for well, this is nerds to get laid sometimes. So to get laid sometimes, what are okay. what are the top fives that you have for everyone out there? Okay, the top five I would have, obviously, Clueless, Mean Girls. We did not talk about this film, but I'm going to put in Pride and Prejudice. Oh, God, I thought you were going to say the Which other one. Which um, one? Either one. Okay, what, what did you think she was I was. I think most guys are not going to want to watch the six-hour Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> yeah, I'm not into so the So I would era. say you can you can go to Kira Knightley version. And it's only also, two hours. Um, for all of you guys that are looking for uh, date nights coming up soon, um, we're talking about Pride and Prejudice. We're talking about chick flicks. You have the perfect opportunity to, <laughs> to take a girl to see Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Zombie, yeah, it's the perfect marriage of two <laughs> things. So I just don't what know else if you I got? can support that yet. <laughs> um, okay, number four, uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's. That's a, yeah. And number five, uh, she's not going to uh, say maybe it. like. Um, Maybe you've got mail, or um, you're wrong. Maybe my best friend's wedding, something like that. Something. My best friend's so wedding. A 90s rom-com. Yeah. Okay, how would you not add my big fat Greek wedding to I, any of those? I do really like my big fat <clears throat> Greek okay, wedding. Okay, the one I'm, I'm very angry about and we talked about earlier was how dare you not include Dirty Dancing. I don't That's love Dirty Dancing. I, 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 I really like Dirty Dancing. Um, really, Ray? Yeah, I'm not into but it. But it's a little like depressing. No, I think I've seen crazy. some. No, 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 not at all. I think Dirty Dancing is fun, but it's pretty depressing at moments. What's the other one? Is it, Wait, was that the one that had the sequels of like Cuban Nights or something? Dirty no, Dancing Havana Nights. Havana Nights. Savannah my fr- Nights. My friend who loves <laughs> that movie Georgia. just went to Cuba, and I hope she recreated. Recreated that film? No, no, yes. No, just, just the Jennifer Grey and Patrick's, Patrick's Way. That's all I need. Okay, now this is it's an... I wouldn't call it a chick flick, but I would, and I I absolutely adore it. Is to Wong Fu, thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. I have never seen that film. I have no idea what you're talking about. What? Is it about cross dressing? Yes, yeah. it's the one with Patrick Swayze, Wesley yeah. Snipes, and John yes. Leguizamo. It yeah, is. I've never watched that, and I've always see it, and I've always hear people say you should watch that. It, dude, dude, dude. I, 
My favorite cross-dressing that I've ever seen in a movie or show was David Duchovny in Twin Peaks. No, no, no. This, this has it beat. This has it beat. It's I don't know. Have you seen so Twin Peaks with David Duchovny As a lady. It's... <laughs> Not disguising his voice or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Just wearing a dress. Just wearing a dress. <laughs> okay, I'm still saying, but yeah. Okay, okay that, say my it last one more time. Tu Wong Fu, thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. Okay. I probably won't watch that, but... You've probably seen the cover to it before and stuff Thanks. like I, that. I, just I consider it to be a chick flick, but I thought it was hilarious. Ooh, ooh, I just remembered. What about Notting Hill? That one's really good. Never seen that Hugh one. Hugh Grant. How have no. we not brought up okay, Hugh Grant? Okay, okay, okay. So you want to bring true. up Hugh Grant? You want to bring up Hugh Grant? You want to go there? Well, Hugh Grant is in Bridget Jones' Diary. Oh. Love Actually. Know. I've never seen Love Actually. Oh. I haven't either, actually. Huh. And I wanted to, and I've had Alan Rickman's in it also. Oh, and, you mean and, Snape? <laughs> Hans Gruber. Severus Snape. <laughs> Hans Gruber. Yes, but it's like... Pretty much like four different stories revolving around the yes, center story. It's so good. I want to watch it. I just haven't. It's good. I think I one of our favorite. Is, is it Christmas themed? Yes. Okay, yeah. I'll have to watch Kira it this Knightley's season. Knightley's in it also. I think one of our favorite um, romance stories that we ever saw was uh, in Rambo 2. Oh, yes. Between him and the <laughs> Vietnamese lady. Who, you saved me. <laughs> yeah, they, exactly. They, they uh, kiss under a waterfall, and it's beautiful, and then she gets shot about like 13 immediately. seconds later. I think she's in the movie a total of 45 <laughs> seconds. That's safe they sex, de- then. They develop yes. a relationship, and she dies. So, And he's uh, pissed. <clears throat> yeah, of course. He's going back for second blood now. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, that's been our guide to girl films, chick flicks. I don't lady know. Movies. Lady movies. <laughs> so Lab- I could consider Labyrinth a chick flick because I know a lot of girls that love David Ugh. Bowie and those ty- Oh, shut your mouth. <laughs> I don't know I don't if like you, David uh, you. I don't think you can mouth. specifically consider Ugh. anything okay, that with one Muppets scene. in it. Um, that chick one flick? scene. That one scene. When he's got the tights on. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yes. No, I know about all. all Are you talking about penis centric right now? I'm just saying I know a lot of girls that love David Bowie because of that. Yes, he was the thin white duke. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not into it. I've watched it before. I think it's it's fine. It's it's again. I I didn't watch it when I was a kid. It's not. It's not a chick flick. I'm just going off that one scene. I don't think anything with Muppets is actually a chick flick. So, (laughs) except for maybe I think the most romantic song ever is that Rainbow song. Rainbow Connection. That is your favorite song. Actually, might be my favorite song. All right, guys. Well, this has been Nerds Who Get Laid Sometimes, sometimes. with a girl. Me. Thanks for well, listening. we've had it before, but Natalie's here. That's true. That's true. And we've also... We I haven't had... Natalie Kate. is, in fact, really a girl. Only... Uh, only there's, I feel like Only TJ still and Mike really know that, so... <laughs> that's true. Um, only have, they have first And we haven't experience. had Katie or... Or Stephanie. Stephanie uh, for a while, so yeah. we'll have to get on the ball with that. Maybe you need to have an all-girl episode. That would be interesting. All right, this has been Nerds Get Late Sometimes. (laughs) Romance edition. (laughs)